What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the 5K Race Podcast. I'm Sean, and I'm happy to be with you today. Uh, we're going to be talking about a different topic today. We're going to talk about improving your 5K racing, or even any type of racing or running fitness, by using Zwift workouts. Uh, many of you have heard of the virtual program called Zwift. Uh, mostly, it's been for cycling all these years. Uh, I've used it for uh, a couple of years, two or three years, uh, getting ready for triathlons, things like that. But I've been experimenting with it lately for uh, actually doing running workouts, and it's proven to be extremely valuable if you can get it to work right. And uh, so I'm going to be talking about that today. Now, just a little uh, background what's been going on with me lately. I've been personally suffering from a really bad case of just runner's burnout. And uh, many of you have probably experienced that in your running career. I typically experience it once a year because I have the tendency to overdo it. You know, over the summer, I was getting ready for the Ironman Muncie 70.3. And it actually wasn't canceled until about a week before the event. And uh, they were sending out all the emails, um, everything, all the preparation stuff was being taken care of. It looked like it was going to happen. Um, Indiana's been mostly open uh, since the summer, and so it looked like it was possible. Um, but then the permit was pulled by the city uh, that week, and so I had done all the training leading up. In fact, I did the I did the big training block where I had like a ten mile long run plus a forty mile bike and plus all the little extra stuff, the swims. And just lots of fatigue build up, but I got all the training in only for it to be canceled. And so you have all the, it's, it's easy to get burnout training for an event like that anyway. Uh, so what I did is I kind of just tried to transfer that fitness about a month later, two months later. Um, and I ran a half marathon on the roads. Um, it's a pretty fairly small, uneventful half marathon, but it was a half marathon nonetheless. And I did get a PR. Um, not a huge PR, but I ran it in an hour and 41 minutes, so that's 74, 7 minutes and 44 second per mile pace, not too bad. Uh, but then, you know, as I say, I tend to overdo it. I had a race seven days later on the trails, so I ran the half marathon on the road. The next following Saturday, I ran a uh, trail race. Um, it was short course, but it was trail race nonetheless, got second overall. Uh, what was disappointing about that race is that my time was pretty bad for me for that type of course and for that short a distance. Um, managed to pull out second. No doubt in my mind I could have had a win uh, had I uh, not been so fatigued from the half marathon the week before. And so all this led to just, you know, all the Ironman training, uh, the back-to-back -back races, uh, all that just kind of led to just severe burnout. Now, you would think I've learned my lesson, uh, but the reality is, is I have a five-mile trail race this weekend, followed by six days later, a half-marathon cross-country style race. Uh, so, for those of you who have ran cross-country, we're talking grass course. It's actually on one of the uh, professional-style grass courses that's used for regional cross-country meets uh, in this area. So, uh, I guess I haven't learned my lesson. But anyway, that's the that's what's been going on with me for the last few weeks, and uh, I'm starting to finally find my groove. Those of you who've been following me on Strava, 
Uh, you've seen that I've been doing a lot of weightlifting and uh, cross-training type stuff, uh, but I haven't neglected running completely. I've been doing these workouts on Zwift, as many of you may have seen as well. By the way, if you go to the 5krace.com, that'll take you to the Strava Club page. Currently 108 members uh, where you can follow and encourage one another uh, in the running as well as follow me personally. Um, those links are all there. There's links to the YouTube channel, the podcast, my personal Strava, Instagram, and plus you can see everything that's going on. I post uh, comments in the, the post section. It's kind of what I do for social media for running. Uh, so you can check that out by going to the 5krace.com. All right, so let's talk about Zwift workouts. Now, if you're watching the YouTube version of this podcast, uh, you'll actually see what I'm talking about, uh, but I'll describe it pretty well uh, for those of you who are just listening to the audio version of the podcast. So if you log into Zwift, and here's the cool thing, as of right now, I don't, I don't know how long that'll be, but it's been this way so far, the run portion of Zwift is free. There's no monthly cost. So you just download the program and you can run for free. You need something that'll track your cadence and speed. Now I have uh, the actual Swift pod and I think these are 30 or $40. It works good when it works. And uh, so there's a lot of options out there. There's, there's some more expensive like foot pods that you can get. There's a polar one that's like $120. There's the Stride one, which is the most well-known and most reliable according to all the reviews I've seen, but it's $200. Bucks. Um, this one was, like I said, $30 or $40. I think it was $29.99, the Zwift one that I have. There's also several treadmills that will connect, um, but they're kind of pricey. And so you can do it on the cheap with the Zwift foot pod, and you simply connect it to your phone or iPad, whatever's running the Zwift app. Um and then there's an option to uh, calibrate it so that it knows what speed you're actually running. And it's fairly accurate. I'd say it's within, it's usually almost always within 10 or 20 seconds of my pace, okay, when I'm on the treadmill. So it's been very, very uh, helpful. The problem that I've ran into with mine is that after about two workouts, so I've been doing them on like Tuesdays and Fridays, the next week, it won't work unless I give it a new battery, uh, which is crazy because I've even went as far as taking the battery out after each workout. And so I don't know what the issue is, if it's an issue with my pod, if I just need better quality batteries. I don't know, but that's the only issue I've had. But even if I had to replace the battery each week, it's almost worth it for the value I think that I get from the actual workouts. And I'm going to explain that to you now. So if you're watching... Uh, I'm going to pull up the actual workouts. So when you have it all pulled up here, it says run type, and you can choose training, and then you can just run. So you could do just run, which means it's just going to calculate your running. But uh, if you go to training, here's where it gets interesting. We have So Zwift offers workouts. They have a tab with that says uh, less than 30 minutes, and less than an hour to burn. I've been doing these workouts that are 30 minutes long. There's two that I've been doing, and those are the ones I want to talk to you about. Now, even if you don't have the pod and all that, you can still do this workout on a treadmill. You would just have to kind of pay attention and be responsible for adjusting your speeds and paces uh, yourself, whereas the Zwift program will prompt 
you to do it. So let me give you an example. One of the ones I've been doing is what's called ladder, ladder, ladder intervals. And so here's what it does. Here's what the workout consists of. I have eight minutes of a warm up, and my pace is usually starts at like 10 something. And by the time the warm up's over, it's in the eight minute range. Okay. Eight minute. And it's in it. It tells you what pace is based on your current 5K pace, um, which you can go to edit paces and put that in so it knows what speeds to tell you. So the latter interval workout is this. It's an eight-minute warm-up. Then you go into your first one-minute interval. Now for me, and it, and this is actually it's for everyone, it's 110% of your 5K pace. So for me, it's six, right around six minutes. So it's got me one minute at six-minute pace, then I have one minute at recovery pace, which is 9.30 pace for me. Then it has me do a minute 30 at 6.26 pace, followed by one minute recovery at 9.39 pace, followed by two minutes at 6.45 pace. So you can see the latter is actually the duration of your interval. So you have your eight-minute warm-up. You have one minute at six-minute pace, one-minute recovery. A minute 30 at six-minute pace, one-minute recovery. Uh, two minutes at that pace, one minute recovery, and it's a ladder, so you go up, but then you got to go back down the ladder. So you, then you do two minutes and thirty seconds. That's the peak of the ladder, which it has me doing that at seven minute pace, one minute rest. Then two minutes at six forty five pace, one minute rest. One minute thirty at six twenty six pace, one minute rest. One minute at six minute pace, and then a three minute cool down. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven total intervals in this workout. It takes 30 minutes. I usually get almost four miles worth of running in. Obviously, if you're running slower paces, you're going to get less mileage, but it's not about the mileage, it's about the workout itself. And uh, there's been a couple times when my Zwift pod wouldn't work, and I just did the workout on the treadmill without it, just knowing what to do. So I warmed up for uh, eight minutes, did my intervals with, so you're a minute on, minute off, minute 30 on, minute off, two minutes on, minute off, two minutes on again, minute off, one thirty, minute off, one minute, cool down, okay? Seven intervals. It's been very, very helpful for my overall running economy. And I've noticed within just a few weeks of doing this that those six-minute interval paces, you know, they're not sprint intervals. They're repetitions is what they really are. Uh, obviously, if I was sprinting, it'd be much different. Um, but I've noticed that it's getting much easier to do those paces and much more comfortable. Like, I, well, the first few times I did it, it was kind of, you know, I felt awkward on the treadmill, my cadence, and just my overall running form felt weird. But now it just feels smooth as butter. And it's, it, I don't feel stressed afterwards. I usually do this workout and then hit the weights immediately afterwards. Um, and so I've just really, really enjoyed this. And I can feel that I'm more efficient. Like just weeks of doing this style of running has made me more efficient. My heart rate doesn't get too bad because there's so much, you know, you're on for a minute or two minutes, but then you have a minute recovery pace. Um, of, uh, you, you never stop running. It's... It's on and then recover, on, recover. And so I've just, I've definitely, this has been my favorite workout so far, this ladder interval. The other one I've been doing is called a broken tempo. And it is exactly like what it sounds like. It's a tempo run broken up with some recovery. 
So in my particular prescribed workout, it's eight minute warm up, then it's three minutes on at seven minute pace, 30 second recovery. And so the recovery pace for me is nine minutes and 39 seconds per mile. So it's three minutes on, 30 seconds recovery pace. Three minutes on, 30 second recovery pace. Three minutes on, 30 second recovery pace. Three minutes on. And so there's one, two, three, four, five of those. So five reps with a recovery. Uh, and then, of course, a cool down. So, again, it's right roughly around, for me personally, with the paces, it's just under four miles worth of work in 30 minutes. And so these have been just two really great workouts because I'm getting kind of that repetition workout. I'm, then I'm getting the tempo workout later on in the week. And everything else has just been super slow aerobic stuff. Um, I mean, 10.30 pace, 11-minute pace, just easy jogs, uh, short distances. Um, with the exception of I've done some six to eight mile runs on the trails, but my mileage overall has been down quite a bit. There's a couple other workouts in here that I've been looking at, and you again, when you download the app, you can kind of see all these. There's just some really good stuff. There's some longer workouts. So the workouts that I just told you about, the broken tempo and the ladder interval workout, is what I would recommend for those of you who are training for a 5K and your 5K race is coming up within the next eight weeks. I wouldn't do these type of workouts without a race coming up. You know, when, when you're not in the season of racing, you should just be working on aerobic development, staying healthy. Um, it's a good opportunity. You know, the winter is a good opportunity to build up your mileage, things like that. But I have a race that I'm going into. Um... On Sunday, followed by six days later, a race on Saturday. And so I'm just really trying to finish the year off of that peak fitness. And then I'm going to personally go into my base building phase. Okay. I want to show you a couple of the other workouts or talk to you about them for those of you who are just listening. For those who have less than an hour. So about we're looking at about right around an hour's worth of work. So there's a four-mile tempo run. I haven't done this workout yet, but it's similar to workouts I've done in the past. And it's a, there's no, it's not a broken tempo. It's just a straight tempo. So it has you warming up for one mile, four miles at 720 pace for me personally. Again, it'll tell you what your paces are based on your current 5K pace, okay? And those of you who are watching the video right here, it says edit paces. You put that in. So if your current 5K pace is 750 pace, it's going to give you a completely different tempo threshold to hit, okay? So the four-mile tempo is one mile on, or one mile warm-up, four miles at tempo pace, half-mile cool-down. So you're going to get five and a half miles worth of work. I've been looking at some of these uh, speed workouts here. There's a 4 by 800 and it's exactly like what it sounds. So it has you warming up on the treadmill, then you do half-mile reps, 800-meter reps followed by quarter mile cooldowns. So you warm up, you do a half mile. In my case, it would be a half mile at basically six minute pace, followed by a quarter mile at 939 pace, then back on at six minute pace for a half mile, off for a quarter mile, on for a half mile until there's four of those completed plus a cooldown. And that's gonna be roughly four and a half miles worth of work, four and a half to five miles worth of work. There's 5K test. Um, where you do like a 5K time trial. You have a half mile warm up, 5K. And this particular thing, it wants me to run it at 633 pace. And then you have a, a walk cool down. 
There's 8x400 repeats. Now, obviously, you can do all these workouts on your own, outside or on the treadmill. The cool thing about Zwift workouts, and here's my whole point with this whole podcast. What I like about it is two things. Number one, it kind of prompts you when to do what you need to do. And since you're on a treadmill, you have 100% control over whether or not you're hitting the paces exactly. You know, when we go outside, um, we may tend to run harder than we should, which is going to lead to more fatigue. And just a lot of times we overdo the workouts and instead of doing them properly at the proper paces. And when you overdo it, yeah, you think, ooh, I went faster than I had to. That must be giving me great fitness. But really, in the long run, it's doing more damage to you. Um, you'd be better off to do it at the right paces and then be able to run again the next day and the next day and the next day and not be building up so much residual fatigue that's going to later lead to burnout, which is what I've been suffering with for the last couple of months. So that's why I like it. You, you can control it. You, you, you can make sure you hit the exact paces um, you're not trying to remember in your head what the workout is exactly because the screen is saying, okay, speed up to, you know, six minute pace and you do, and then it'll say, okay. And it, and it's talking to you throughout the workout and it's saying, okay, you've only got about 30 seconds left and then you can dial it back down. And so it's just, it's, I've just really, really enjoyed it. The only caveat is just the technical things. And there's a lot of people that don't have issues with this particular foot pod, but I've just, it's, it's kind of a bummer when you get on the treadmill and then it's the, that there's enough battery juice to connect, but not enough to actually make your guy run. And so a new battery every week is fairly annoying, but I'm, so I'm looking at other options as far as pods are concerned. I'd love to pick up one of the treadmills that just automatically syncs. Um, that would be amazing. Uh, so there's options out there. Um, just a couple more things about the workouts. There's also a train. There's also training plans. Now there's not a lot of these. There is a 13.1 half marathon speed builder three days a week, and I'll take a look at this with you guys here in a minute. And then there's a 5K record breaker. Now this is for advanced 5K runners. So if you're an advanced 5K runner, you might be interested in this. I've thought about taking it on starting in January. It's really focuses on speed, VO2 max. It's six to eight weeks. It's 35 miles a week. Let me just kind of give you an overall of the first week of what you'd be doing. So day one is seven and a half miles um, at like nine minute pace to 8.50 pace-ish. Day two is six and a half miles, and it hill repeats. So you're you're on you're jogging nine minute pace, then you're on at seven fifty pace, um, with like that six to eight percent gradient. So that's pretty cool. Uh, then you have a base building day, five miles. Then you have a two and a half mile short and easy day. And then you have a 12-mile fart look to end the week. I mean, so this is how brutal the 5K uh, record-breaker plan is. And I've been looking at it thinking to myself, can I even do this? Um, but it looks cool. And, you know, it's mostly base building stuff and some hill workouts. Um, 
uh, here we have a week three. We start to get into some harder stuff where you have threshold over and unders where you do like a two mile, two minute warm up. Then you have a minute at 7.30 pace or a mile at 7.30 pace followed by a quarter mile at 6.30 pace. Then back to seven minute pace for a mile. Then you're hitting 6.30 pace for a quarter mile. Again, all these paces are based on uh, yourself and your current uh, 5K ability. Uh, lots of those mid-range runs, seven-mile runs, 10-mile runs. Um, it looks it looks brutal. There's even a th- at week four, you have a 13.5-mile run. Woo. And it's a fart lick. So... You're on at 8.14 pace, off to recover, on at 8.14 pace, then you recover. I'm telling you what, the fart lick style is beautiful. And I don't think enough people take advantage of, a lot of people just want to go out and they just want to hit that tempo and they want to be Strava heroes. But those fart licks, even though your overall time doesn't reflect like you're amazing on Zwift or on Strava, Throughout the run, you're hitting those harder paces, which is teaching your body great running economy. Um, it's teaching you a little bit of speed. It's it's helping your VO2 max. I mean, all those things. I'm just looking through here. Let's uh, let me look at the 13.1. This is an intermediate plan. 23 miles a week. Okay, that's pretty doable. Let's look at the plan. Let me just look at week one. Week one, you have a 3.2-mile run with some 400-meter intervals involved. So there's three times that you go hard for a quarter mile. That's not too bad. These are three runs per week, by the way. Uh, Then you have a 3.7-mile run, which is kind of like a tempo, really. Uh, Actually, it says tempo. Uh, you have easy miles day, and then you have a long run day of five miles. So it's like building you. This is a plan to build you up to the half marathon over a period of 16 weeks. So let's get to like week 13. Let me look at what the, what you're doing here in week 13, week 13, you've got three times 1600 plus three times 400. That looks like a fun workout. Uh, tempo run, easy miles, 10 mile long run. Six miles, speed work, um, hard tempo day. I mean, it's just, then you have an 11 mile run. Then when you get to week 15, you got more uh, speed work. You got a 10K test, easy miles. And of course, your long run starts to go down because you're almost to your race day. Hey, that, that, might, be, that might be a fun workout for me even. I think I could do this. Uh, plan and enjoy it because there's a lot of the short stuff in there. I see this is what I like is there's it's a mix like this mild speed work. You know, sometimes I look at uh, Jack Daniel's training book and he's and you look at the workouts and it's like it's three times this plus four times this plus one minute here and it's like man, I don't know if I can keep all that head all that straight in my head as I'm out trying to do the workout with the Zwift thing. I mean, it's telling you what to do. So here we have this mild speed work day of 6 miles. As you're warming up for a half mile, then you have one mile, eight minute pace. Again, pacing is based on the person. Quarter mile at 750 pace. Then there's a half a mile at 622 pace. Then a short rest. Uh, Again, another warm up. Then it's again at 626 pace. And so it has several different intervals here where you're hitting all kinds of crazy paces. And this particular workout even has like really light walking or jogging mixed in. 
to make sure you're uh, you're hitting it. So, very cool stuff. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys today. Um, for those of you who might be interested, and you can look at my Strava and see what I've been doing. Um, for those of you watching the actual video, let me close the Zwift app here. Uh, here's one where I did a broken tempo. It was a total of 3.62 miles at 7.56 pace. But like, as you can see in the photo here, at one point I'm running 6.50 pace. Um, because, you know, you're on and then you're recovering. You're on and you're recovering. You can see at the bottom of the photo, if you're looking, the green collar is kind of the warm-up. Then the red is the interval. Then the green's the recovery. The red's the interval. The green's the recovery. Uh, just very, very cool. And then you can see, those of you who are watching the video, there's this day where I put in five-minute warm-up, one-minute hard, one-minute recovery times five. That's the day that the Zwift thing wasn't working. So I just had to do one minute on, one minute hard, um, and just keep track of it myself. And so there's also nothing wrong with logging into Zwift, looking at those workouts, writing them down on a sticky note, sticking it to your treadmill, and doing the workout that way. I mean, it's still going to give you the same benefit. I just like that it's... I like these workouts on the treadmill more than I thought. Again, I'm just beating a dead horse, but I just want to make this point one more time. The biggest thing is that I like... That I'm, that I'm going to hit the paces I'm supposed to hit exactly. Not too hard, not too easy. Taking the exact proper amount of recovery running time. All of those things. I also noticed that as someone who's been feeling kind of burnout and kind of tired of just logging like the low heart rate uh, mileage, I look forward to the Zwift workout days because I'm like, yes, I get to do a workout. It's going to be fun. It's going to be different. It's going to be a mixture of all kinds of cool things. It's not just go log six miles, right? It's so I've enjoyed that. And I wanted to share that with you guys on the podcast today. And um, if you're listening to the podcast, if you go to the Strava Club page, I'll post the video version right there on the Strava Club page for you to watch uh, right from there. And you get to that club page by going to 5krace.com, the5krace.com. Well, thanks for listening, my friends. I hope you've enjoyed today's topic. And uh, if there's other topics you would like me to address, feel free to ask them on the Strava Club page at the5krace.com. And the book on the 5K, I'm still working on it. It's It takes a long time to write these things and to do it the, and to do it the right way. My goal is to have it out before this year is over. And so I'm going to give myself that deadline, um, which will force me to actually have to focus on it and get it done. And I'll try to get that out to you guys as soon as you can. Do me a favor. Go into iTunes. Leave some positive feedback about the podcast if you enjoy it. Um, thank you so much for listening. And uh, until next time, I'll speak to you again soon.